Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call it Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone, give us a call. Let us help you with your home improvement project. Your do-it-yourself dilemma. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, we will help prevent you from becoming a do-it-to-yourselfer. If you want to tackle a project, maybe it started small, maybe it grew totally out of control, we'll help you (laughs) narrow it down and get it done. You know, that kind of happened to me. Help you rein it back in it did it kind of happened to me this weekend i've been thinking about painting my kitchen for a long time and in our kitchen we have an air conditioner like a window air conditioner because it gets a little warm in there and i had pulled it out you know last fall and it and underneath i saw a little bit of a depressed area in the sill i said oh you know that air conditioner has been leaking it probably rotted the sill out well now that i got ready to do my paint project Turns out it wasn't rot. It was termites. Oh, goodness. I'd eaten halfway up the wall. So you see, it happens to us too, folks. The little projects, some become big projects, but we're here to help you get the job done. The number is one eight 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 money pit And all this month, we're going green for Earth Day here at the Money Pit. Instead of giving it just one day worth of service, we're going the full 30 days with green tips and advice. Coming up, more and more homeowners are looking for green features when buying a home. Tip the scales in your favor by greening up your home now we're going to tell you what you need to know and also ahead we're going to tell you why you don't need to use hot water to wash your clothes you can actually cut down on energy use at home and your clothes will still get sparkly clean and how would you like to live in a home that produces every single bit of energy it takes to run the home and then some it's called the energy producing home it can change the face of home construction forever we're going to hear from the builder of the energy producing home in just a bit And this hour, we've got a great prize that we're giving away. We've got for you a set of Husky Tough Tapes. It's worth over 50 bucks. You will be measuring to your heart's delight, but you got to be in it to win it. So pick up the phone and give us a call right now. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Let's get right to those phones. Going out to New Mexico to discuss window repairs with David. Tell us what's going on at your Money Pit. Well, I've got an old, old Adobe home. Um, Oh, interesting. Probably 100 20 years old, something like that. The adobe is very thick at the bottom. It's about two feet wide, and it tapers at the top to about, oh, maybe 16 inches. In that wall, I have uh, double-hung wood windows with the pulleys and the sash cords and the sash weights, etc. Okay. I need to be able to get into the 
inner part of that window. Now, I'm familiar with that. I restored an old Victorian here a few years ago. But my question is, the adobe, the window is set into the adobe, and the adobe has been molded through that thickness in a curve up to the edge of the window. So the entire outer frame of the window is covered with this adobe. I'm going to have to take that off. I'm going to have to remove that to get into the cavity where I can work on the sash cords. And, can you and open up the, the uh, trim from the inside of the house, or is the adobe surface also wrapped to the inside? In other words, isn't there window trim on the inside? I'm going to work from the inside. The adobe's wrapped on both sides. Oh, boy. Okay, so what, I'm gonna, what I need to do, and I, and I know how to get to it, but what can I use to, make that, uh, to fill in and make that curve? It's, it's about three inches thick that I've got. Of, of Adobe trim. Let me ask you a question. Uh, let me ask you a question, David. How in love are you with these old wood windows? Have you considered replacement windows? No, I like them. I'm going to keep them. Um, okay. They're not. Right. They're not. I, I understand that they're not real efficient. But where I live, uh, the climate is not real. Real okay. fierce. Uh, you know, so it's not a, a real problem. The reason I say this is because this is a situation that is that a replacement window would be perfect for because the replacement window could fit within the existing wood window jams. In other words, you would just take the sashes apart, leave the weights inside the wall, and slip the replacement window in exactly the same space. All replacement windows are custom-made so they could be made to fit that exact space of the old window. I have more in mind take out part of the adobe, maybe a 16-inch section, and mm-hmm. be able to work in I have to get the sash weight tied to the sash cord. That's my problem. <laughs> David, one of the tricks of the trade for restoring an old adobe building is to actually save the chunks of material that you're taking off and then to regrind those and use that material to actually create the replacement mortar for the same space. Now, obviously, there'll be some coloration differences, but perhaps that could be um, taken care of with either a dye or a paint. There's a good website that has lots of Adobe repair techniques. It's called Old House Web that you might want to take a look at for some more detailed ideas. It's oldhouseweb.com. Excellent. Thank you very much. You're welcome, David. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Gee, you don't get an Adobe repair question every day, do you? No, how interesting. It's such a nice historic home. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Pick up the phone and give us a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Whatever your repair or your home improvement to-do list is made up of, we can help you get the job done right the first time at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, learn an easy way to save energy on laundry day that doesn't cost a dime. Money Pit. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is one eight 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 money pit calls right now. One caller who gets on the air with us is going to win a set of three Husky Tough tapes from Iron Bridge Tools. These are extra tough with numbers on both sides of the tape and magnets. 
to help when you're working alone. It's a prize package worth over 50 bucks. Going to go out to one caller that reaches us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit with their home improvement question. Yeah, pick up the phone and give us a call. Maybe your project is updating your laundry room. You want to make a folding area. You need some help with correcting the plumbing. Whatever it might be, when it actually comes to washing your clothes, here's the dirt on how to save money while doing your laundry. And it doesn't actually cost a dime. Try not to use hot water. That's why they give you the other options. Cold, warm, hot choose something else. Now, you might think that hot water is the best way to clean really, really dirty clothes, but improved cold water detergents and modern technology mean that you're going to need a lot less hot water to do your laundry. Now, if you want to go a step further, replace your old washing machine with one of those newfangled energy efficient models. This way you can absolutely use freezing ice cold water while saving cold hard cash in the long run. I think it would be great if we always just had one choice of water temperature. It would have made doing laundry so much easier (laughs) when I was in college. And it would have saved a lot of your white clothes from becoming pink. Is that where you're going, Tom? It probably would have saved a lot of work (laughs) from my poor mother who had to wash my clothes when I came home on the weekends. (laughs) 888-666-3974. Let's get back to those phones. Leslie, who's next? We've got Texas on the line with Gary, who's got cracks on the inside and outside. Tell us about them. Where are you seeing them? Are they new? Are they big? Yes, I have cracks outside. We've been in the house three years, and after we've been in the house about six months, they started on the outside of the house, and then eventually they started on the inside of the house. The builder came in and patched the ones on the inside, but they just kept getting bigger and bigger on the outside till I have gaps in the brick up to an inch in several places outside. Wow. And inside, they have repaired the cracks twice, and I have cracks that's continually coming up. The builders had his engineer here, and they've done all sorts of foundation testing and everything. And last Friday, they told me that they can find nothing wrong with the house and just simply contact my 210 warranty company. Uh, listen, you got a serious problem here, Gary, and you need to get some independent expert advice, and I don't mean from the builder's engineer. If you have cracks that are continuing to reform, you have an active problem with your foundation, and I would do two things. I would get an independent expert to review this, preferably a structural engineer. And secondly, if you haven't done it yet, make sure that you are notifying not only the builder but the warranty company of the ongoing structural problems with your home. And actually, there's one more thing. You may want to also consult an attorney because i got to tell you that uh, those warranty programs are written to protect the builders, not the consumers. They love to wrap that around you like it's a warm blanket, but it's really a wet blanket, and it doesn't have a lot of protection. So you really need to take some steps to protect your investment here. The fact that this home, they continue to patch this home and it continues to open up to the point where you have gaps of one inch is a very serious structural problem. And any engineer that says otherwise is just not being forthright with you. Okay. Well, the engineer told me that in the initial uh, package that was given to him by the builder, my back patio was not on that package. But now the roof line comes down and goes over the back patio, which was the way the house was originally built. Uh-huh. And he said the house was not approved to have that on there. 
Well, I mean, these are problems. This is why you hire a builder. They're supposed to be responsible for making sure the home is built safely and in accordance with plans. And if it's not, it's not your fault. So you need to protect yourself here, Gary. Talk to an attorney, get a good engineer to review that, and find out what's going on. And once you have the information, then you can determine what the next step should be. Okay, sir. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. E.T. in Tennessee has a question about a deck. What can we do for you? Uh, about 10 years ago when I moved to Tennessee, I bought new construction here. matter of fact, I bought the first house in a new subdivision. and had a deck on it. And then okay. uh, about four or five years ago, uh, we had a roof put on the deck. And then last year, we turned that into a sunroom and built another deck. Okay. And when they built the other deck, I had them to put plastic down over the ground so the weeds wouldn't come up through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And now I'm starting to experience some like green moss or mold on the one side of the deck there. And mm. I thought maybe the plastic down there might accumulate moisture and cause that. And if so, I was wondering what I could do to alleviate that problem. Okay. Is it a shady backyard? Uh, it's shady on the side that that's uh, affecting. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, what happens is if you have you have a humid you have a humid area and you don't have a lot of sunlight, so you get a lot of moss that's going to grow. And you know the only solution here is is regular maintenance, regular cleaning. Um, there's yeah, there's a, no magic solution no that's going to make it go here, right. away forever. What you can do is trim back whatever trees that you can to help get more sunlight to this area because that will be a natural preventative. But, of course, you don't want to do that because then you're going to have a hot deck. Well, that uh, that particular side of it is next to the house, so there's no way to, to remedy that. So what I've been doing is just uh, pressure washing with bleach and then putting the sailor back on it you know mm-hmm. there's a product called uh, jomax j-o-m-a-x that is a, a good product for controlling this issue it's uh, made by zinzer available at home centers hardware stores etc you mix it up with water and bleach and it does a really good job of of killing what's there it's important that you know when you apply this type of product or even bleach that you let it sit there for enough time to do its work and then wash it off with the pressure washer you can't do it all in one fell swoop Lee in Oklahoma has a cleaning question. What can we help you with? My question is about the grout that is in between the ceramic floor tiles in the kitchen and bathroom. Okay. And I would like to know how to safely clean that. Is it was it white when it started out? No, it has a it's a light grout. It, it's tinted. Well, there's kind of two levels of grout cleaner out there. There's grout cleaner and there's grout stripper. If it's really dirty, you would use a grout stripper. And with a grout stripper, you want to let it sit on there for a while and then use a good brush and scrub it and sort of work it clean. Sometimes you have to do a couple of applications. When you get done cleaning it, Lee, it's important to use a sealer. There are silicone sealers that are out there that seal the grout, and that stops the dirt from being absorbed quite as quickly mm. the next time. You'll find dirt it will stays. still sit on it, but you'll yeah. be able to clean it easier because you know it's not going to penetrate into the grout itself. Okay, I I had uh, my second question was about sealing it, and you answered that as well. There you go. You got the two for one special today, Lee. Okay. The, okay. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Now I've heard of a dog eating my homework, but John in Colorado is claiming that the dog ate the carpet. What happened? <laughs> She's a Labrador, and uh, if you don't watch her, she'll lick and lick at the carpet for some reason, and then. Then she'll start to chew, and she chewed about, oh, it's about a quarter or a half dollar size hole oh boy. in the carpet right by the couch. 
can you move the couch? No. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> right. Well, first of all, do you have any extra carpet? Yeah, we, we've got some out in the garage. Well, you could patch it. You may see the seam. So you're going to have to decide uh, what's going to be uh, less obvious, the little hole in the carpet where maybe, as Leslie said, you could strategically move some furniture mm-hmm. or a patch. If you did want to patch it, what you would do is you would get a utility knife, a good sharp one, and you'd cut a square shape around that hole. And you want to make sure that you don't cut all the way through to the pad, but you do want to make like one nice clean cut on each side so that you do get out a nice smooth area. And then that piece that you cut out, you want to use that as your template to cut a piece out of the new carpeting. And you need to pay attention to the pile, as wood has a grain, carpet also has a grain, if you will. So you want to make sure that you're not putting it in in the opposite direction, where all of a sudden you're going to see a different sheen or a different color tonation. Because then it's super obvious. Yeah, then it'll like stare right out at you. And what you want to do is you want to get some carpet adhesive, and you want to put that on the back side of the patch and on the pad. It's almost like a contact cement. And then you want to take carpet glue and you want to, or the same adhesive, whatever you find, and put it on the edges of that pile and then shove it in there and really press it down into that hole and then fluff up the pile with your fingers and really let it dry and then vacuum your patch area. Yeah, there's another way to do it too with carpet tape, which is heat activated, but for that you need some special tools and it sort of goes underneath the open sides of of the hole and then it glues down to the carpet and holds the whole thing in place. Sounds good. All right, John. And uh, listen, keep an eye on that dog, will you? Get a pen. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, uh, she's a menace. All right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. New Jersey's looking for a way to test the water hardness. Did you just move into a new place? Um, I'm there uh, about a year and a half now. Okay. And uh, I tested the water um, with, a, uh, with a retail water tester kit and um it turns out that my water is actually soft so i'm a little confused now because my region is supposedly a hard water region okay well i would certainly believe the test results rather than what the uh rumors are about the region uh let me ask you this when you use uh soap say to wash your hands or something like that does it seem to have any problem lathering up no well then your water is probably soft the soft water okay yes So I would not get too worked up about the quality of your water. Most municipal systems are just fine. Okay, that sounds great. Thank you so much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Thanks so much for joining us at the Money Pit. Up next, we're going to give you details on the very first energy-producing home that not only does it power itself, this home even makes extra energy that you can sell right back to the grid. So stick around. 888-MONEY. It is brought to you by Thermatrue Doors, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Did you know that adding a Thermatrue entryway can add as much as 24000 to what others think your home is worth? To learn more, visit Thermatrue.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And every time you open that heating, cooling, or electric bill, you probably grumble under your breath and wonder what you can do to stop ever-increasing energy bills. 
Wouldn't you love to live in a home that created its own energy? Say, enough to heat it and cool it, run all the appliances, even power your car for your daily commute to work. Well, it sounds like a futuristic pipe dream, but it is a reality that's happening right now thanks to our next guest. We've got Mark Newman of Newman Development, and he's created the first energy producing, the EP Home, as it's become known. And he's here to tell us more about it. Mark, this is just really very exciting. So what exactly power? this home it is really exciting and uh, the technology is here today it's cost effective uh, when you look at your payments your payments actually if you take into account that you have no gas or electric bill you can live in this home for less money than you would live in a corresponding or a same type of home right next door um, we're powering it with uh, geothermal uh, a geothermal system uh, has of course a uh, heat exchanger and it uh, takes actually a liquid through the ground, eight feet underground. The temperature is a constant, approximately 54 degrees. It circulates uh, uh, the liquid through this pipe. It uh, comes back into the house at a constant 54-degree temperature, goes through the heat exchanger, and then whether depending on whether we're heating or cooling the home, we either extract heat from that liquid or add heat to it, and then it goes back out through the tube again and comes back in at the constant temperature. Now, this house is a lot more than a ground-loop heat pump, though. I mean, you've got a lot of technology in here that provides uh, many ways to generate the energy that you need to run it. So um, you mentioned that it's cost-effective. That's been an issue with uh, this type of technology for a long time. But is it your view now that the prices have come down enough where we can actually generate enough power to not only power our own house but have a little bit more to throw back into the network? Uh, yes, and actually this house will produce more energy according to all the uh, computer modeling that we've done. It will actually produce more energy than it needs, and we're looking to get a check back from the utility company every month, if you can imagine that. So well, how exactly great. does it produce energy? What are the elements that produce energy in it? Well, the, um, the geothermal system, of course, requires electricity to run. So what we've done is installed solar panels on the roof, uh, and the solar panels then produce the energy for the geothermal part, and that provides the heating and the cooling. So now, do your photovoltaic cells provide enough electricity then for all of the appliances and whatever else in the house might need electric power? Yes, it does. It actually, for the stove, the refrigerator, the lights, and we've actually gone the next step, and we have planned on an electric car to be parked in the garage to get you back and forth to work, and we're producing enough electricity to, uh, of course, you have to plug that car in at night to recharge the battery. We're producing that electricity as well. And your house is not on the sun, correct? You're just getting normal sunlight <laughs> like anybody anywhere in the country could get access to. Sure. And, you know, actually, a lot of people think up here in Wisconsin that it doesn't work out very well. And, in fact, it works just fine up here. Um, yeah, one that's thing a good we did point. Do is we, we made the roof pitch uh, at the correct angle that we needed the solar panels located at. So the solar panels literally lay right on top of the roof. Uh, and it makes it so aesthetically. I had a person in the home this morning, as a matter of fact, he didn't know the solar panels were up there. So aesthetically, that's the other thing is we tried to make the home just like any other home that you might walk into. You know, it's really interesting, Mark, because a lot of times uh, solar panels are an afterthought. And you're right. If you could start from scratch, you could design this at the absolute perfect angle to absorb every ounce of solar energy that's out there. Now, the cost of solar panels have always been pretty high. Is that uh, adding to the cost of this home? Is this home going to be more expensive than any other traditional home uh, that would be powered, say, by fossil fuels? It is, actually. Um, it's about $75,000 more to put this equipment on the home after the tax credits. But if you, if you look through the whole thing and you say, I'm going to borrow the additional $75,000 of my mortgage, um, let me give you an example. At 5% with tw uh, a 5% interest rate and 20% down payment, your payments on the EP home are $1,504 a month. 
Okay. Compared to on a regular home, standing right alongside it, $1,181 a month. Okay. So the other home would be cheaper for your bank payments, but in the normal home, you'd have approximately $260 for gas and electric bills, and we're figuring about $122 a month to get you back and forth to work. Hmm. So when you look at the total picture, our home is costing $1,504. The other one costs $1,563 per month to live in. Then there's more of a tax benefit uh, because you're paying that through your mortgage, I would imagine. That's correct. You know what? I hadn't even thought of that. That's absolutely <laughs> correct. That's, that's what that's, we do around here. I have to add that to my notes. <laughs> okay. All right, Mark Newman, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit and telling us all about the energy-producing home. You bet. Thank you. If you'd like more information on the energy-producing home, you can go to uh, their website, which is simply energyproducinghome.com. Thanks, Mark. All right, Mark. Well, now that you've got all of our wheels a-turning on how we can save money. Now, you folks out there, you might not live in an energy-producing home, but we can tell you how to make your home more green with a few simple ideas. Now, that's next. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. The Money Pit is brought to you by Citrus Magic, the 100% natural odor-eliminating air freshener. Unlike other air fresheners, Citrus Magic actually eliminates odors and lasts up to four times longer. Visit CitrusMagic.com for more information. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti, and we want you to be part of the Money Pit, so pick up the phone and give us a call at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. This way, you are going to ask your home improvement or your repair question on the air, and then you might just win a prize. And we've got a great prize this hour. Up for grabs, we've got three Husky Tough Tapes. Now, they're measuring tapes that are in 16, 25, and 40-foot lengths, and they've got measurements on both sides of the tape. They're worth over 50 bucks. They've got like an 11-foot standout. They've got magnets on the end in case you're doing a project on your own and you just can't quite get the tape to stick where you need it to. Great prize. Excellent home improvement prize this hour. All you need to do is pick up the phone. Dial one money pit That's our number. You've got to ask your question on the air, and you've got a chance to win. 888-666-3974. You might have a question about how you can green your home. You know, more and more home buyers are looking at green features when choosing new homes, according to the National Association of Home Builders. So you can add value to your home while using environmentally friendly products and materials. Now, here are some ways that you can do just that. First up, choose paints that are labeled as containing low VOCs. They're much better for the environment. These paints won't off-gas or produce any noxious smells. You know, Dutch Boy makes one called Refresh that's actually zero VOC. That's pretty cool, and it contains an arm and hammer odor eliminating technology to give walls a sort of a fresh clean refrigerator like smell <laughs> well that's what i use it for i put it in my refrigerator right it works for there i guess it'll work for uh for the paint as well you can learn more about it at dutchboy.com slash refresh 
<laughs> and also, when you're making home improvements, try to use natural materials like stone or quarry tile or even brick instead of those synthetic materials that are available. And go around your house and replace those incandescent light bulbs with those CFLs, you know, compact fluorescents. And those are going to last three to four times longer and have a much lower impact on our environment. And consider using renewable resources like bamboo for your flooring or even furniture choices. And finally, always dial low-cost or no-cost phone numbers like 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? Marilyn in California, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? I'm the president of a homeowners association in a condo building. We have six small townhouses and one water heater. It's about 16 years old, and one of these days it's going to go. And I've been wondering if it's possible to use a tankless water heater to replace this for, you know, six units. Absolutely. Well, it would be a tankless per unit, correct? Not necessarily, Leslie. It depends on the size. Now, you would have to have it sized correctly by the plumber that installed it, but it might be that a single tankless could do it, or there could be a series of two or three tankless that are hooked up together side by side that work together. This is a very common uh, situation in a commercial building, and very often the solution is uh, some number of water heaters hooked up in series, but they have to be done correctly because they're all computer-controlled in order to keep the flow where it needs to be. Um, it need, they need to be properly installed. But certainly tankless is a good option. I presume here, Marilyn, that you have gas-fired water We heater? do. But okay. here's, here's an issue, because I've been in some condos where they had them in individual units, and one person I know had it retrofitted, and it's on the third story, and it takes forever to get hot water in her kitchen downstairs. And we have a pump, a circulating pump, that keeps hot water going for a good portion of the day. I so see. how do you stop from having to use a lot of water mm -hmm. to get to your hot water, or could you? Well, you would have to do some new plumbing. Uh -huh. The advantage of tankless water heaters is that they're small. I don't know if you do one per unit, but maybe one per floor or something like that. You may be able to get additional ones, but remember, that's going to require additional plumbing work to close that loop. The idea that you're circulating a hot water loop throughout the whole building is wasting an enormous amount of energy, an enormous amount. And I'd love to see you find a solution around that. But I think that at this point, considering the age of that unit, it's a good idea to bring right. in a good contractor or a number of them and give, let them give you some options and some pricing uh, for those options because as an association, you have the ability to fund that perhaps over some number of years so it wouldn't be a dramatic cost all at the same time. Okay. All right. I really appreciate all that feedback. And You're I welcome, love Aaron. your show. I listen to it every week. Thanks so much. Now we're going to help Mark in New York with a heating question. What's going on at your money pit? I bought a house three years ago, and it's time to update the heating system. Okay. Um, so my question is, is I have an old oil heater, and it's uh, old by 30 years, mm -hmm. um, heated by radiator heats, um, you know, converted from steam now to water. So the pipes are about three inches big. So my question is, is how should I um, upgrade? If you have a 30-year-old boiler, you have an old honking oil burner, you want to update it, I think installing a gas, modern, high-efficiency boiler would be the right thing to do because it's going to save you a lot of money moving forward. Okay, great. Thank you very much, guys. I'll look into that. All right, Mark. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, a kitchen question, one of our 
emailers has a question about concrete countertops. How hard are they to build, to install, and to maintain? Well, I will tell you they're beautiful, but they're a lot of work. We'll share those tricks next. Home Solutions Live. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And there are many places in your home where you can save money, energy, and the environment. In fact, there's something that you can do in every single room. Go to moneypit.com slash green to find out just what you need to do. You can even watch the Energy Star podcast while you're there. It's all there. It's all free at moneypit.com slash green. Hey, and something else that's free on moneypit.com, advice. You can click on the Ask Tom and Leslie icon and email us your question. We're going to answer those right now. I've got one here from Myrtle who writes, I had concrete countertops installed last year, and I now see dull spots in areas that look stained. Can this top be stripped down and redone to have a high, uniform, lasting shine? Hmm. If so, can it be done? You know, concrete countertops are beautiful, but just like granite and other natural stone materials, they are a boatload of work. I mean, the finish is going to wear on it. Um, It is going to be susceptible to staining. If the stain, you know, the tomato sauce or whatever else you spilled on the counter gets Mm -hmm. into the concrete. And if you don't clean it up right away. Yeah, it's going to be hard. So you're basically looking at uh, doing some more finishing to that uh, Myrtle, you have to get the old finish uh, sanded down just a bit, and you're going to have to put a couple of new coats on it. It's really the only option you have at this point. Uh, just something to keep in mind before you choose uh, those concrete or natural tops. They are a lot of work. Yeah, but they can be beautiful. Just take care of them. All right, we've got one here from Linda in Rhode Island who writes, I have a 1970s faux brick application on a kitchen wall that has been painted with two or more coats of latex paint. I applied paint remover, but it is now turned into a glue-like substance not known to man. (laughs) (laughs) Scraping with a putty knife and wire brush has not worked. Should I try heat removal? Only if you want to burn your house down. I mean, you're talking about a synthetic brick here, Linda, and it sounds to me like what happened is you had a reaction between the paint remover, the paint, and the brick. I think you're going to either end up getting this down to the point where you can repaint the brick, which is probably the easiest thing to do. If not, you're going to have to take it all the way down to the wall and start again. Not the news you were looking for, Linda. You know, it, it might be worth a shot. Pick up some gesso at, you know, a, a, an art store. That's something that people use to prime surfaces for painting as far as murals. And that might be thick enough to sort of cover over things. But, hey, anything's worth a shot at this point, right? Well, here's one thing that we are short on in this house, Leslie. It's places to stick more stuff. I know this because my kids always seem to leave everything out everywhere. If this is going on in your house, if you're always suffering with loose schoolwork, forms, paper, receipts, stuff cluttering your desk every place you go, well, Leslie's got a simple and inexpensive solution in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. That's right, folks. If you are looking for instant organization, here is a super fun idea for you. Why not paint the side of a freestanding bookcase or cabinet or even a dresser? This works great in your kids' room with a layer of magnetic paint. Now, if you didn't know that paint existed, it certainly does. It's very readily available at the home centers. And then just like regular paint, you want to make sure that when you're working with magnetic paints, 
that you mix the paint itself frequently. This way, when you're working on the project, as it sort of, as you know, as time passes, the magnetic sediment is going to like settle down on the bottom and then it's not going to be as magnetic as you roll it out. So just keep mixing it. This way you keep up the levels of mag- mag- magneticism. What is that? You, you know that <laughs> word, Tom. Magnetism, you know, because you've got the animal magnetism. <laughs> and once you've got that magnetic base layer dry, then take any color you like, use it as your top coat, and paint right over it. Then you can attach all of your important notices, invitations, assignments, family photos, or even just showcase your prized magnet collection. I've got quite a big one from my years traveling around with my home improvement shows. Sort of something fun that I like to pick up at the airports. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Coming up next week on the program, it's staycation time. We know that a lot of you will be staying home this summer and taking care of your house. We're going to have some great projects to help you do just that. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save money.